0: Find us with a better price at the time of purchase and we'll match it. Find a better price within 30 days of the purchase and we'll refund the difference. You can't beat our tire price match guarantee from Hammer Chevrolet. Online at HammerChevy.com.
1: October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Hi, this is Ada Curvin with Shared Memorial Hospital Foundation. I want to remind everyone about the importance of cancer screening and early detection in the fight against this disease. We hope you will come out with your family and friends and join us at beautiful Whitney Park on Saturday, October 15th to support our annual event, the link partners in pink all proceeds this year support patients at the welch cancer center through the foundation's comfort care program see you on the 15th
2: register online at SheridanHospital.org.
3: the fifth annual wild film festival presents the outside circle much as i've thought about you know what cowboying means and its relevance to modern society i mean of course there's you know there's the production of beef, which is, helps feed the world. And I think that's really important to ranchers. I don't think that's so important to cowboys. The Wild Film Festival presents The Outside Circle. I think they're aware, like we represent an American ideal. A film sharing stories from cowboys, Western artists, ranchers, and Native Americans, bringing their perspective and way of life to our world today. The Wild Film Festival, presented by ERA Carroll Realty September 30th to October 2nd in Sheridan. See the lineup and get your tickets at Wildfilmfest.org.
0: I really hate to say this, but winter is coming. It's time to think about getting your vehicle ready for Wyoming winter roads. Here's a tip to help you save some bank. Go see Tim or Joel at Midas for September specials on all things necessary to keep you safely on the road this winter. Tires, brakes, fluids, battery, and tune-ups. You can save on the repairs you need while getting peace of mind knowing your car is in the hands of experts. Midas Tire and Auto on
2: East Brundage Lane in Sheridan. Wyoming Corporate Office is located at 30 North Gould Street in Sheridan, and they provide a myriad of services. What is a registered agent, you may ask? The real question is, what aren't they? Wyoming Corporate Office can assist you in forming your LLC or Wyoming-based corporation, provide mail-forwarding service, and accept legal and financial documents, and so much more. Learn more today by visiting
3: wyomingcorporateoffice.com. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program brought to you by Elias and Financial. You can voice your opinion by calling 672 KROE. That's 672 5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. (laughs) Good
4: morning. Welcome to Public Pulse. Now, this morning, I am joined by the Sheridan Dog and Cat Shelter Executive Director, A.J. Evans, and Dog Lead, Emmy Whiting. Good morning, Sheridan Dog and Cat Shelter.
5: Good morning, Good morning.
4: Now, Emmy, uh, we, we've got somebody with us today, and those who are watching us on Facebook know that we've got a, a third guest here who doesn't get her own mic, unfortunately. But uh, <laughs> what? Uh, who do we have?
6: So, this is Cassie. She is five years old. She is, we're thinking full pit, but possibly a mix. I mean, she is just so easy. She loves dogs, loves cats. She's just an easygoing dog who's looking for a home, and she's up for adoption right now.
4: (laughs) She looks like she's getting ready to take a nap right there. She's a pretty calm dog. (laughs) You know, there's there's a lot of uh, misconceptions about pits because of the way some people have raised them through the years about aggression. Uh, You've worked with a lot of animals Mm -hmm. in your time. Uh, Would you say that there's any credence to that belief?
6: I'd say there's, you know, every dog is different. The aggression issues can come from so many areas, and I don't see one breed having it over the other.
4: Okay, okay. That's, uh, you know, kind of what I've always kind of believed. I haven't been, you know, in a lot of cities or metropolitan areas where people tend to do this horrible practice of fighting dogs and training them to Mm -hmm. do so. But out here in the country, uh, here in Wyoming, the majority of pits that I've seen have always been, very protective of their family. Very loving animals. I I haven't heard uh, too many bad things about them. So I've always kind of thought, you know, I think, too, that it depends on who raises them.
6: Exactly. Exactly. And their environment growing up.
4: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, most of them I've seen are very loving animals. And she certainly looks to be a very loving little <laughs> she animal. Is, she is. She's very calm. I'm actually surprised she's as good as she is. She was great getting up in that seat. I just wanted all of you out there to be able to see her here today. She is available for adoption. Five years old, uh, as far as they know, full pit. All right, so, Emmy, what is a dog lead? And what are your responsibilities?
6: So basically, I run the dog department, make sure all dogs have what they need, whether that's food, water, um, cleaning, and health care. So I just make sure everything's organized. Oh, she's going down.
4: She's heading down. That's okay.
6: (laughs) Um, And I just make sure everything runs smoothly, and I am involved in the adoptions of the harder cases as well. Um, so, uh, you know, the more sensitive dogs and everything, I, I make sure they go to the right home.
4: Yeah. Harder cases. These are dogs who may have suffered from neglect or abuse in, in their yes. former situation. Yes. And so now going forward, because you can't just adopt those out. To anybody.
6: No, they definitely need special homes. I mean, and I need to make sure that like a dog that's not good with children isn't going to a home with children. That yeah. could end very badly. Or a dog that's not good with cats goes to a home with cats. That would be very bad.
4: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So there is a little bit of, uh, I guess you could say, like a grace period there where where people should introduce their dog to the dogs that they're going to adopt and situations like that.
6: Yeah. So for every adoption, we do actually require a dog to dog meeting um, just to make sure that everyone's safe and happy and they like each other. Most of the time it goes very well, but you know, there's those cases where every once in a while there's a dominant dog and another dominant dog and they just don't do well together. They decide they're, they're going to take over and yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not going to work And there's going to be a situation. Yes, which uh, I'd rather have a situation at the shelter where we can, you know, not send them home yeah. and do more damage.
4: Exactly, exactly. So now, how did you get involved with the shelter?
6: So I've wanted to do shelter work for a long time. I used to work at a dog groomer's in Minnesota, And we actually volunteered with a certain shelter. We partnered with them to take dogs from Hurricane Harvey all the way down in Texas to Minnesota. And we had vets set up in some of the grooming rooms. So we would give them a bath, nail trims, and then they'd go see the vet. And ever since I was involved with that, I wanted to do shelter work and I applied in Minnesota, couldn't get into it,
4: yeah,
6: yeah. <laughs> um, but then you a lot know, of
4: competition over there. Yeah, I, mean. I,
6: I moved here and it just, I mean, the stars aligned and I got a job with, the Sheridan dog and cat shelter and I'm very happy. So this
4: is this is like your dream job. This yes. is what you wanted to do.
6: Yes, I cried when I got this job.
4: So. <laughs> I was there, she did. Yeah.
7: And so you know, she's been with us nearly 2 years coming up on October yes. 7th.
4: Oh, it, really? Yeah.
7: And I love to have her. <laughs> I just love dogs.
6: <laughs>
4: hey, that's it's a great job. Uh, you got to have that passion. Uh, it's something that AJ and I've talked about um, quite a bit a job like this it,
7: labor of love job
4: it really is yes a lot of it is cleaning isn't it oh yes yeah yes you, yeah. <laughs> absolutely
6: i mean five i'd it say 95 percent of it yep. is cleaning the other you know five percent is just hanging out with the dogs <laughs>
4: yeah getting to know them understanding <laughs> yes. them yep. and i mean you're with these dogs a lot yes uh yep. every day uh you outside of weekends mm-hmm. here and there and even sometimes then yes right. so i mean <laughs> But learning their temperament and and knowing the situation once they go out, Mm -hmm. uh, how difficult is that to get dogs out? Uh, AJ, how are things at the shelter right now? It sounds like you guys are uh, pretty full again.
7: We are actually full, full. Um, Currently, we have 171 um, animals in custody. Um, As you know, we had our volunteer day. First North State Bank came out with four volunteers, and we were able to put up six more cat kennels. They all donated to us. We're very grateful, so we can place more cats now. But regardless, we're more than full. So overflow animals that are being dropped off are in the garage currently. But as it looks, um, our adoptions are coming back slowly so if we make the comparison, we're getting close to catching up with 2019 numbers. So looking back, year to date, as of September, 352 adoptions, where in 2019, we had 358. So it looks like we're catching up. And we actually had a fabulous month. We had a, a couple adoption um, events, one offsite at the tractor supply. We went um, off-site. You know, Emmy can tell you more about it. And we like to go visit the seniors. And so we're trying to be out there, but also had an in-house adoption event over the weekend, which was great for the animals and the staff. Um, It wasn't a lot of hustle and bustle. Unfortunately, we missed the born in the barn. Yeah. But um, that three-day weekend, it was still a great adoption weekend. It was easy on the dogs and the cats. You know, we didn't have to shuffle them anywhere. You know, I think... You know, the, the shelter is their home now and yeah, being, yeah. you know, back and forth. Of course, we have dogs like Cassie that love to go out and visit people. But we have a lot of them, too, that just don't. So but they were very accommodating out there. They put up a banner for us, you know, during our absence. So we, we so far had a great month.
4: Well, that is fantastic yes. to hear. Uh, now, what is the Best Friends National Adoption Weekend?
7: We partner with them. So, um, you know, we do advertising, they do advertising and in order for us advertising for them, you know, we received, received a small stipend for every animal that was adopted out that weekend. Oh, great. Just the dogs and the cats. As you know, we have a lot of smaller critters too, yes. you know, yes. those didn't count, <laughs> but, um, so it, it was a, you know, we get their name out there, they get our name out there, you know, and it was fabulous. So, like I say, it's pretty low-key because it's in-house, but we're marketing it. And, um, you know, we let people know this is what's going on. Here are available animals. So come down and check them out.
4: How how many animals are available right now out of the dog uh, shelter side itself? If you were to to just
7: guess. Out of the 171, probably close to 150.
4: Okay, that's fantastic.
7: Yeah, even
6: our uh, side where we don't have available dogs, we call it the stray side. Um, It's before they get medical and stuff like that. Most of those dogs are actually fully through vetting and they are available right now. So we have to open up that door to show them off. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Kind of filter them through. Now uh, tell me about the the visit from homeschool kids. You, You guys have a lot of children come, come through the shelter.
7: So I want to say there was probably a set of three parents with approximately 15 children, so we split those two groups up. So one went into the cat department and learned about the cats, loved on the cats. And the other half went into the dog department and mm-hmm. did the same there. And we were actually adopted one cat out of you know them coming in and they just <laughs> fell in love with her and... So it was wonderful. Now, you know? it,
4: do you think that's that's really good for the animals to have kids come in there and, and kind of sit with them? Do you see like a change in temperament? When I they will happen?
6: say most animals do actually really love the visit from the children. Whenever yeah. we, we get schools through there, you know, every once in a while we get dogs that aren't great with kids. They get nervous with kids. So we just put them outside while the schools come and visit. But we have this one pit there, Sirius, who's been there for uh, almost two years now. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And he loves children. He loves when the schools come and visit because he knows he's going to get all that attention. Yeah.
4: It <laughs> now, it, you know, but that sounds like the perfect dog to take home, though. W- why has he been there for two years?
6: So he's a very muscular little pet, and he does have his own behavioral issues. He's He acts like a puppy, and he acts like he's a small dog, but he's very large. So oh, okay. you just need to um, continue training for him because if you don't, he's going to, you know, you give him an inch, he's going to take a mile kind of dog. Mm-hmm. So you just got to continuously keep up on the training with him. Um, and just know what he, you know, what kind of play he can and can't do. Because if he if you play too rough with him again, he takes that as oh we're gonna play rough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he decides <laughs> yes it's yep. it's
4: time to get it on. But well,
6: you won't hurt anyone. No, He'll he doesn't have a mean bone rough. in his body. Yeah. Yeah. Not a mean bone in his body. Just gonna take somebody
4: who yeah. really knows how to work with it.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially pits. Yeah. Anyone experienced with pits, we'd love to see them and see how they interact with Sirius.
4: Yeah, Fantastic! Yeah, maybe we can find old Sirius a home, yeah, right? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, you guys take these uh, animals out. Uh, Cascade of Sugarland senior visit. How do those go?
6: So we typically only take dogs, not cats, um, just because you know <laughs> it's a They're little bit a little
4: more to control. Yeah, right? yeah.
6: So we go. We're trying to make it every month. Um, it's usually either me or me and one other person last time it was me and a j who went and we brought two little Oops. small puppies, <laughs> yeah, and I mean the seniors just love it. They love seeing the dogs. it makes them smile. The two dogs were just playing on the ground, and I mean everyone was just watching them and laughing. And, <laughs> It's, it's honestly such a positive experience for everyone. Like, I love seeing the dogs get out, and the seniors just love having yeah. some very little critter with them.
4: And this is really, really crucial. Uh, it, some people might not realize it, but for socializing the animals mm-hmm. uh, so that they realize, okay, crowds aren't bad. Uh, is, is that part of this whole—
6: So I don't bring the special cases like that only because— some of them, when they're nervous, they'll jump up, and I don't want anyone getting yeah. hurt. So I usually yeah. just bring our more calm dogs, the ones that are going to be pretty easy to manage. If they do jump up, they're smaller, so nothing bad's going to yeah. happen. Yeah. <laughs>
7: yeah like cassie over there She's i mean just cassie would be perfect
6: yeah would be perfect
4: you know and and it's it's see that's the perception i see a dog that size with that much muscle and i'm like yeah. uh, uh, i don't know if i right, take it but right. but you would
6: yes i would because she she doesn't have a habit of jumping up and she is just a lover she loves attention she loves to be pet she loves to lay down and hang out and she'd be a perfect dog to
4: bring now uh the last vaccination clinic for the year is coming up uh did you just hold one
7: yes that was our last that
4: was the last one okay yeah i saw something going on what was it friday Mm
7: -hmm. okay Yep.
4: so the last vaccination for the year is done yep when will we continue these again
7: probably we're looking at next may or june
4: Okay, so the spring Correct. we're going to fire. But how how was participation during this last one?
7: Um, it was a lot less. So you could tell that, you know, everybody kind of got it out of the way the months prior. Good. So this was our fourth clinic, and um, it went well. And we changed the hours um, to 9 to 3, and everybody shows up first thing in the morning. So it, it seems to be a much better time, you know. Mm-hmm. Plus, it wasn't as hot, which was good. Yes, yes. But um, people came, got out of the way, so.
4: Fantastic. Yeah. That's good to hear. And it's going to continue one more time. Nope. No, no, no. I mean, we're it's going to continue. Year. Tell me one more time when it's going to continue. Probably May going, next May, year. May yep. of next year. So yep. if you haven't gotten that done, folks, they can still go in and get it done one at a time, though, right? No. No, no. We are just we just stick to the events? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Emmy about some things that you should consider when adopting a new family member. More with the Sheridan Dog and Cat Shelter when we return. This, Public Pulse on 930 KROE. FM, Sheridan.
8: At Eliason Financial, money management isn't just about dollars and cents. It's about dreams and opportunities, and more importantly, family. We'll take time to get to know you. Then we'll develop a unique wealth management plan that works hard just like you. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliason Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates Inc., member FINRA, SIPC.
0: It's the Fall Y'all Festival, Saturday, October 1st, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Museum at the Bighorns. Free admission for all. Vendors, face painting, pie walk, contests, silent auction, kids' crafts, live music, and more. Bring your whole family and enjoy the fun for the first ever It's Fall Y'all Festival. October 1st from 10 to 2 p.m. Lots of activities for everyone. Visit museumatthebighorns.org for more information. Museum at the Bighorns, 850 Sibley Circle, right off of Exit 23.
2: You bagged your trophy elk. Now imagine having its ivory handcrafted into the perfect piece of jewelry. At Legacy Diamond and Gems, their in-house jewelers can take your memory of the big hunt and preserve it into fine pieces of jewelry to last generations. Using your imagination, the skilled jewelers at Legacy Diamond and Gems can create something truly exceptional. Visit them at 11 North Main Street or online at LegacyDiamondGems.com. Hurry in now. You know, the pioneers crossed the vast wilderness in covered wagons. Yet today, a lot of their offspring actually have to set alarms to remind them when to drink water. If you're needing water, all you have to do is call 307 Wildcat Well Service, a local company that specializes in locating water, drilling and pumps, even solar-powered water wells. So for water wells and all that goes with them, look for 307 Wildcat Well Service in the Country Bounty, and you, too, will have cool, clean water.
1: Water Water. Magic Melanie here, VIP and defending champ of the First Northern Bank in Sheridan Honda and Power Sports Pro Football Pick'em. Tune in to KROE 103.9 every Wednesday at 7.40 to hear our picks and listen to us battle it out. In fact, just listen to what happened this week on our show. Uh, well, I think I picked did the wrong pick
0: team. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that might have been what happened. You know, I'm changing my strategy, but I did get some weigh-in <laughs> from my coworkers, and uh-huh. David's not real happy uh-huh. about that. But, you know,
2: uh-huh. he's he's in the lead. so. She's cheating. Desperado Dave Cox 11 points. Yes. You obviously didn't ask the same co-workers that <laughs> Candace, That is true.
0: He's very quiet and very just reserved like I don't know I'm not going to do all that well. Oh, did I win again yeah. this week? Oh, so for, <laughs> I I don't know what's happening. I like not being in the lead. It's no. not quite as stressful. Not quite the target on your back. Maybe. Oh, no, there's still a target on your back. target. <laughs> for sure. <there's> a
8: target, <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah.
1: You can play, too, and have a chance every week to win a prize valued at
7: $100. Make your picks on the Pro Football Pick'em Contest page on SheridanMedia.com.
4: Good morning, and welcome back to Public Pulse. I'm Floyd Whiting. This morning, I am joined by the Sheridan Dog and Cat Shelter, Executive Director A.J. Evans. And dog lead Emmy Whiting. Now, according to the American Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, approximately 4.1 million shelter animals are adopted each year. That amounts to 2 million dogs and 2.1 million cats. About 810,000 animals who enter shelters as strays are returned to their owners. And uh, AJ, you told us how many animals you have right now. You're pretty much at capacity over there.
7: 171.
4: 171 animals in that building. Now, Emmy, what are some things people should consider when they do head down to you guys to talk about adopting a dog?
6: So I would definitely suggest looking at the information on the dogs that we provide because we do have a trainer in-house, Marion Eccles, And she'll actually do assessments with the dogs. So make sure they're good with other dogs. Make sure they're good with other cats. The only one we struggle with is, you know, if they're good with kids or not, because they have to be exposed to children. And, you know, you see them throughout the day, like walking through, but that's different than an actual interaction. So um, sometimes we're not sure on if they're good with children or not. But, you know, if you have a cat and it says the dog isn't good with cats, it's probably not a good fit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
4: Now, uh, what is the three 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 rule?
6: So the three 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 rule is when you're adopting a new animal, there's the three day, three week, and three month where they should be, and I think it's important to talk about because so many people will you know get the dog home, they're not good the first day, and you know who uh, time we, to take yeah. them back, right? <laughs> yes, yeah, which you know, no no shame in that. Like if there is a situation like. Let's say you do get the dog home and there's some regression issues suddenly. Yes, bring the dog back. We want to see the dog back. But the 333 rule is important to talk about so you know what to expect. And so for within those three first days, the dog is gonna feel scared, overwhelmed. It's actually very normal for a dog not to eat during that time. So they won't take treats. They're not gonna eat their food. Uh, it's completely normal. I suggest putting in some like wet food or maybe even some chicken to try to get them to eat something
4: a little more. Yeah, tempting. if you're
6: worried, but you know, again, it's completely normal. And they'll want some place to hide. I suggest setting up either a kennel um, or you know maybe even a blanket over a table so they have somewhere safe to go when they're feeling like it's too much for them. Yeah. And some dogs actually don't have that either. Some dogs, like puppies. Are a lot more adjustable. They'll be crazy when you first bring them home and stay that way. <laughs>
5: yeah.
6: <laughs> um, after three weeks, they're starting to settle in. Um, so, you know, by three weeks, a lot of people think, oh, this dog knows this is their home. But it's actually not true. A lot of dogs, they, they're still getting settled in by that three-week period. Um, they're starting to feel more comfortable. They're thinking maybe this is my forever home, but they're not sure yet. So mm-hmm. they're still getting used to it. Um, and you and I have seen this in our dog Archer. Yes, like every day he gets more comfortable at home. But it every took a
4: long day. time to get in there. A
6: long time. Um, by the three months rule, or by the three months period, they should be completely comfortable in the home. They should know, like I'm staying here. They have trust. They've created a bond with you, um, and they know this is their family. They know their routine. And if by that period they're not feeling that way then it might be time to consider is this the best home for this dog who knows so if
4: you still have like by month 3.5 or month four Mm -hmm. they're still not really settling in yeah there's still a situation maybe we should look at getting a different dog
6: yeah and you know some dogs will take longer to adjust so the 333 rule isn't like an end-all be-all but it is important to take into consideration, like, where this dog is going to be at three days versus three weeks. Yeah. So, you know, you don't just bring them back that first day because they take some time to adjust.
4: Ladies, I want to thank you for coming in and visiting with me today. And thank you for uh, bringing wh- – wh- what's her name? One more Cassie. 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 All right. Yeah. Cassie is five years old, folks. Uh, she is really <laughs> lovey. She's very calm. She's very interested in what uh, Trevor's doing in there right now. She's available for adoption. Uh, maybe she is your, your new family member. Thank you, ladies. Greatly appreciate you coming Thank in. Thank you. Thanks, Floyd. All right. When we come back, we're going to speak with the museum at the Bighorns. This is Public Pulse on 930K, ROWE, and 103.9 FM. Sheridan.
8: At Eliasson Financial, money management isn't just about dollars and cents. It's about dreams and opportunities, and more importantly, family. We'll take time to get to know you. Then we'll develop a unique wealth management plan that works hard just like you. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliasson Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC.
3: Call 673-5837 or visit them online at canefuneral.com. Staying on top of your tax and
2: accounting records doesn't have to be a struggle. I'm Patrick Sucker. Parker Mellinger has been providing professional solutions and outstanding value for over 30 years. Whether you're interested in QuickBooks Consulting, monthly accounting, payroll preparation, or tax preparation, Parker Mellinger is the solution for your tax and accounting needs. Call us today. Your initial consultation is always free at Harker Mellinger, 1811 South Sheridan Avenue in Sheridan.
3: The leading orthopedic group in Northeast Wyoming
4: and Southern Montana, Sheridan Orthopedic continues its over 50-year tradition of surgical excellence and patient care, including surgeons who have completed subspecialty training and prestigious fellowships. From sports medicine to upper extremities such as complex shoulder, elbow, and hand surgery, spine, knee surgery, and joint replacement, Sheridan Orthopedic serves the community with emergency care 24-7, 365 days a year. Some same-day appointments available. Visit us at SheridanOrtho.com.
2: The Sheridan College Rodeo team will host the Pat Hamilton Memorial Rodeo this weekend as part of the Whitney Days events. The rodeo performances will be at 6 p.m. on Friday and Saturday night with a Sunday performance at 10 a.m. The Pat Hamilton Memorial Rodeo is free to attend and will be at the Sheridan County Fairgrounds. For all of the Whitney Days events, look for the schedule in this week's Country Bounty or on the community calendar on sheridanmedia.com. A lot of Hammer Chevrolet has some quality SUVs that will get you to your destination this fall, Troy Baker. Bob, come test drive a 2018 Jeep Grand Cherokee Summit 4x4. It has a 5.7 liter Hemi V8 engine that's priced at $42,995. We also have a 2020 Chevy Traverse High Country all-wheel drive priced at $48,795. We have a few others as well. Go to HammerChevy.com and check out all the pre-owned vehicles. 107 East are open Saturdays till 4.
4: And welcome back to Public Pulse. I'm Floyd Whiting, and joining me from the museum at the Big is board member Becky Spees, an interim director with Peak Consulting. Peak Consulting is Camden Swindell. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Welcome morning. to the show.
1: Thanks for having Thanks us. Thanks for having us. To be here.
4: Definitely. Now, uh, Peak Consulting's been helping you guys out uh, since you've been on the search for a new executive director of the museum,
5: actually a little bit longer. So back in January, we decided we wanted to do some strategic planning, uh, with our board for the museum. And we were working with Laura Lee hand and Camden. And so when, when we had that changeover in may, it just worked to have Camden come in and do that for us. Cause we were keeping us on the same path and yeah. boy, so So nice to work with. We really so appreciate her and everything she's done for us. Um, she just fit right in. So we're very grateful.
4: Camden, is this typical of a consulting business to basically um, step up and, and fill a role while you're looking for someone? New?
1: Yeah, it certainly can be. So, um, Pete Consulting has, as Becky said, we, um, have been helping with strategic planning for the museum. Uh, and then when the previous director went on to her next opportunity, um, we came in to do the, search for the executive director so periodically consulting companies um, particularly like peak will come in and fill that interim role while also doing this um executive search so it's been a really great way for us to get really first-hand knowledge of what's going to shape that position what Mm -hmm. qualities they're going to need in a new executive director um and really understanding how the organization works and what would be a great fit for them
4: what's What is your role in the search?
1: Uh, So we basically are running the search in terms of um, putting the postings out on different uh, professional sites related to the museum field and then fielding incoming candidates looking at resumes saying this person has great potential. This person maybe is not quite the right fit um, and then, essentially, interviewing and vetting them before we put them in front of the board, mm-hmm. uh, so that the board isn't spending all of their limited time mm-hmm. um, doing that kind of that.
4: The uh, nitty gritty. The nitty gritty and, and the
1: time-consuming yep. part of really filtering through. And we we had actually really good response. I mean, we, we had quite a few applicants and mm-hmm. from all over the country. Yes. Um, some and that and again that takes pretty fine tooth comb to just go through and say mm-hmm. this person has great experience but maybe not quite um, the level of expertise in a certain area or this person is strong in one area and not another yeah. um, so that the board can really focus then by the time the candidates get to them just focus on um, is this going to be someone who's easy to work with is this going to yeah. be a good fit for what we need yeah.
4: exactly. a lot goes into hiring it at, really at, goes. at a position oh, of that level and to exactly. and, uh, you know, the museum houses, uh, you know, what we could essentially call heirlooms. Mm-hmm.
5: They are. You
4: know, mm-hmm. and the heirlooms of, of our people are not so, oh, <laughs> you know, thrown aside. That's These... yeah.
5: important to us. We want to make sure we get that right person to. Yeah.
4: Yeah. 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 And and so yeah, I was just kind of fascinated yeah. to learn this this morning that uh, the consulting firm that came uh-huh. Peak,
1: mm-hmm.
4: you guys took this on. I didn't know that you take on things like. An HR
1: position. We do. So we do a lot of kind of outsourced HR assistance for different companies, um, both in Sheridan and throughout Wyoming, Mm -hmm. uh, occasionally larger regions. Um, And so we'll do some outsourced HR work. We do a lot of uh, training, coaching, um, really runs the gamut. And then we do uh, quite a few searches. We tend to do um, more of the kind of those executive level searches um, we've done several in the last year, just in Sheridan, for different organizations or companies. So
5: they really are so involved with so many businesses in town, mm-hmm. and um, also leadership, Sheridan County leadership. Oh wow! Well, yeah, I, I was yeah. involved in that in 2018 and uh, got to know Stacia yeah. Scrotterberg, who's part of yeah. uh, P Consulting, and just fabulous. I mean, they really bring so much, and and we really do appreciate yeah. it. Now, you were also part of FAP this year, or what was the? I am not. not this
1: year. Oh, oh we me. did um, the Chambers Ignite conference. Ignite. Oh, yeah. yeah so excuse that fun, me. That's
4: fantastic.
1: Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's just, it's great work. It's fun to really get to know um, the community and really just feel very connected with them. Uh,
4: Camden, mm-hmm. what is your official position within PEAK?
1: Uh, I am a consultant. So my, my primary background is in um, marketing and communications And um, so I'm doing some marketing work, but again, really focusing on how do we work communications into um, helping teams and and leadership teams as well communicate effectively so that their teams can be and their businesses can be more productive, um, better accomplish their mission and really see out their vision.
4: So as the interim executive Mm -hmm. director up at the museum, have you uh, taken steps or had to or, or felt like, you know what, we can we can make this more efficient. Uh, were you allowed to do that? Was that part of the job?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think the oh, the board has definitely. been very supportive in saying, um, you know, we've got this interim role, take yeah. it and run with it. And just,
5: we, yeah, definitely. Excuse me for yeah, interrupting, but we just felt Camden, you know, had we'd been already going through our vision and, and mission statement and she just was keeping us in line and, and be able to have her come in and just look at the way we do things in our processes mm-hmm. and, really such a benefit to us and we really do appreciate it. So, I mean, oh yeah, been... take
4: advantage of it while, while and, she's yeah. there. And right? we wanna,
5: you know, get a good foundation and just yeah. Yeah, get that started. So, and really I have to say the,
1: the board and our collections manager, uh, Jessica yes. Salzman, who is our other oh, our, our, our full-time great. employee, yeah. um, has been just fantastic at yes. really um, being supportive. And, and again, I, I do not come from a museum background. Um, so I, I kind of come in from a, different perspective of just saying, Hey, what if we try this? What if we try that? But, um, we have hired a new executive. I was going to ask, how's the search gone? Um, it's great. So yes. we are looking forward to having our new ed start in mid October. Mm-hmm. Um, she does come from a long museum background. She does. Um, yes. I believe she has either a history or a museum, um, studies background as well in terms of her masters and, uh, we're so excited. She's she going to be phenomenal. Yes. She is so excited to come to Sheridan, build community partnerships, mm-hmm. um, really take the museum forward. She has yeah. fantastic experience with uh, educational programming, both for children and adults. Yes. Um, she has worked in other museums, and she's just going to be such an asset to the community. She Where
4: is she coming from? North Dakota. North Dakota? North yes. Dakota. Okay, so, so she she is one of us plains folks. She yeah. yes, and she that's is. exactly it. Right we, we don't
1: think she's quite Midwest when we think of North <laughs> Dakota. She she describes it as plains. Yeah, um, and she is she's just such an avid yeah. history reader, and oh. will be a quick study on our local um, kind of themes and what's important to share. Well, I
4: am looking forward to meeting her. Uh, we will bring her actually in. this yeah.
1: next next month. We'll we'll
4: bring her in. Fantastic, yes. fantastic. All right, we've also got. A festival coming
5: up. Yes, we do. Yes. Let me tell you about that. That's the uh, it's fall y'all festival. It's fall y'all. It's fall because why not? Yeah, <laughs> we love fall. Yeah. It's so yeah. this October first, the Saturday from ten to two. Bring your families. We are going to have a good time up at the museum. We're going to have a little live music, some some uh, pumpkin painting. Coltisca's uh, has been kind enough to donate some pumpkins to our cause, and we're going to have a table for kids to. Paint some pumpkins. We're going to have some nice vendors
1: um, that'll be there. We um, have uh, cannoli bliss and Java gypsy. Yes. Okay. So uh, there will be food, food and drink yes. up there. So The food and drink is covered and <laughs> yeah. um, some craft vendors as well. Yeah. So it'll be,
5: it'll be really good. Yeah. We uh, are looking forward to it. We're going to have a little uh, cornhole uh, happening there and a uh, little face painting and, and everything mm-hmm. else. Silent auction also.
1: So. Yep. And just wanted to say a huge thank you. We've had um, several folks Uh, And businesses sponsor our silent auction. We'll have a beautiful piece from Legacy Diamond and Gems. Oh, wow. Um, Another beautiful jewelry piece from S.J. Haywood Designs. She does amazing work. Uh, Lots of Love Bakery is going to donate some items for us as well. Uh, And also Blushing Blooms Farms. Shout out to our local farmers. And also um, we will have some other donations, including uh, the Emmanuel Lutheran Quilters Group has been... Phenomenal in um, donating two really beautiful quilts and some hand embroidered. Dishes.
4: Really, yes. Yes. yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't know this, but I love quilts. <gasps> yeah, I absolutely well, love you should quilts.
5: Should come up and check them. You out. really should. And
4: we got two handmade right there. Yes. they're going to be up for auction. They yes. are. Now, when is this? Fall Y'all Festival going to take place.
1: Saturday, yes, Saturday. October 1st, so this Saturday, 10 to 2. 10 to 2, And yeah. admission to the museum is free for all on that day. Yes.
4: Oh, fantastic. So we don't need tickets to get no. into this
1: you festival. Do not. it's free. A Although free we do mm-hmm. definitely encourage donations. Yes, we'll we'll Ooh. have some donations. We forgot. Jars out there, please please do. We forgot the most <laughs> important, well, maybe not most important, the most exciting part. There's going to be a pie walk.
5: Oh, oh yeah. wow. Pie walk. This is going to be
1: fun. Yeah,
5: I think if you come up, I think
4: you should join yes. in. A pie walk. I haven't been to a pie walk since yes. probably grade school. Yeah. You're
1: bringing it back. <laughs> it's, it's like a nostalgia. It's yes. not cake. Yes. It's pie. It's pie.
4: <laughs> See, and I'm a pie guy. I'm yeah. not a pig guy, or cake guy. I'm, a, I'm a pie guy. It. I like pie. All right, so... uh w- You said we'll also have some cornhole up there.
6: Cornhole, Uh,
4: and uh, admission to the museum is free. So during the festival, yes, uh, if I take my family up there, Mm -hmm. I want to walk my kid Mm -hmm. around a little bit. I can do that.
1: Oh, you can please. Please leave your pets at home, but kids are absolutely welcome. All right, so we can we can basically go to
4: the museum. Mm
1: -hmm. Yes, Mm
5: -hmm. the deck. We'll be doing you know the face or the pumpkin painting up on the deck and. You're welcome to walk all the way around there. So Fantastic. We also have a little spot where you can take pictures. we got a little uh, picture.
4: Like a little photo booth type of yeah. deal? Yeah. That's pretty neat.
5: Yeah, so that'll be fun.
4: All right, something else that's coming up this October. History After Dark. Yes. Tell me about the History After Dark program. We are
1: thrilled to have Cindy Georgian um, present to our History After Dark group on October, 3rd, or excuse me, October 13th at 6 p.m. Uh, Cindy Georgian is a local historian. She's also been very involved with the museum over the years. And her topic is Whiskey Shots and Gunshot Chasers, Gosh. Sheridan County go Saloons, that. 1885 through 1915. Uh-huh. It is going to be a wild night for history with Cindy.
4: Yes. Now, I, you know, the great part about that kind of stuff and I'm gonna I'm gonna just say that uh, I didn't know the history that was linked to the Occidental over in Buffalo mm-hmm. yes. until I I wrote a a, a piece on it yep. for for a newspaper. Holy cow! This yeah. was That's... the Wild West, yeah, yes. And and Sheridan, all part of that as mm-hmm. well. That. I mean, there was shootouts. There yeah. there oh, were definitely. you know you called me a coward. Let's oh, head yeah. outside type of stuff, wasn't it? Yeah. And we're gonna learn all about that on October. 13.
1: October thirteenth at six p.m. It yeah. is um, free for members, or five dollars if you are not a museum member.
4: How long do these programs usually run?
1: About an hour. Yeah, about an about hour. hour.
4: So it's not a whole lot of time. Yes. Are we going to be outside, inside?
1: Usually inside. Yes. Okay. Towards the back of the museum.
4: Okay, but yeah. just in case, uh, go ahead and bring a coat. It might never hurts
8: to have a coat. In October. <laughs> you know,
4: Dress for the weather, yes. folks. You always have a coat. All right. We've also got fall tidbit. What can we expect to do with the kiddos?
1: So fall Tidbit, um, Tidbit is our ongoing kids free educational Mm -hmm. programming. Um, Our next one is Saturday, October 8th at 10 a.m., again, free. Mm -hmm. Um, We are going to have an archaeology program with Jenny Aiello. Jenny, I hope I'm saying your last name right. Um, (laughs) Jenny is a local archaeologist, so she is going to do... you know, talk to the kids a little bit. Short lesson on archaeology, and then there will be a hands-on activity. So, just a great opportunity to check out the museum and learn some hands-on archaeology with a real-life archaeologist. These tidbits are just fabulous. Absolutely, I, you know, third Thursdays.
5: You know, people just to see the excitement for these. Yeah. So, oh, amazing! And the kids love them. And yeah. I'm so, it's just nice to have the kids come up and get, get involved. Yeah. So.
4: yeah. And we had to put those on hiatus for a little while during
1: during, the COVID. during COVID,
4: didn't yeah, we? Did. And so it's good to see these, these coming back. Um, we also have the Ostrom exhibit. What is the Ostrom exhibit?
5: Well, I think, I think last month, maybe Jessica to explain that a little bit, mm-hmm. but it's all these beautiful um, drawings, ink, ink. Drawings Pencil from and pencils ink. with uh, from from Allström and just during his time uh, during the war, just his depiction and just drawing these out and all of his information and uh, it's, they're just fabulous. They're just uh, really neat.
1: Um, you know, kind of first person perspective on what it was like to, yeah. to literally be in the trenches literally. during World War One. He was
5: he was such a fascinating person. Yeah, just a really. neat
1: neat gentleman. And um, you know, we also have some other artifacts. Um, related to World War I in the museum as part of that exhibit and yes. that exhibit will go through mid December and in case anyone doesn't know George Ostrom is uh reportedly there's some dispute depending on who you ask but uh is often credited as being the originator of the bucking horse emblem that we see all
4: uh, steamboat yeah
1: not steamboat this is a this is a big This is thing. different. This was Ostrom he had a different horse and we have that the story of that horse um and how he came to be on the emblem up as part of that exhibit. I won't give it away. You'll yes. have to go up and see have it. To check it
4: out. Now uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but this he, he kind of developed this during the war. Uh, he
1: did. And
4: and put it on their as as their, as their yeah, symbol. It was as kind of their t- um,
1: and forgive me, I'm gonna use the wrong military term here, but their <laughs> um their group or their regiments. Um, kind of symbol or logo yeah. is what he designed it for, and then it eventually Stuck. made its way back home to Wyoming. And yep. um, again, there's there's some there's some contention about if he was the She's only the founder of yeah. it.
4: All great history has yes. controversy. Oh, <laughs> what keeps
8: it
4: all interesting? Great, yeah, exactly, yes. exactly. Uh, we painted that on all of our trucks when we were over in Iraq. Oh,
8: and, neat. yeah,
4: Command Sergeant Major wasn't very happy about oh, that and had does. his paint over it. But uh, Good for you. Good for you. It, the bucking horse <laughs> was represented very well. Good. Uh, now you're also always looking for volunteers up at the museum. There's now,
5: always, so, always, always, so much that we.
4: If someone were to walk right off the street, mm-hmm. though, yeah. no museum experience at all what would my duties be
1: you know we really when we have volunteers come up we really try to talk with them about what are their interests and what are their time commitments or availability and then tailor it from there so um you know we we certainly have times when we are putting together exhibits where we need folks who are great at building things or great with um you know hanging literally hanging the pictures and um, helping build cases, whatever whatever it may be, um, we can always use help with our grounds Ma- and landscaping, and, and building uh, maintenance,
8: um, janitorial bo- or janitorial. even front desk. Yep, even.
1: front desk. Um, just operating the front desk, which is very easy. We make it very painless. Yes, uh, <laughs> and you can read a book during the, during yeah, the slow times.
5: That was yeah. yeah. But all volunteers are so appreciated, and, yes. and you know anybody out there who's just looking for something a little extra to do to
1: give back to the community. Please call us.
4: Yeah. Great way to do do, that. We would
1: love to have you. And when we look more in the museum specific vein, um, we do certainly periodically have volunteers that help us maintain our collections. Yes. Um, So essentially, and there's, there is a training process that they go through again with our collections manager, Jessica, who does a great job getting folks up to speed on how that works. And so they're, they're looking at items, um, in our collections and essentially help cataloging them mm-hmm. and getting them put into our database mm-hmm. um, so perfect. that we have really mm-hmm. good descriptions and um, sometimes pictures, you know, whatever the case may be for a particular item. Yes.
4: And that, again, that would probably all depend on uh, time commitment, right? Cool. It, um, it
5: takes a lot of time to yeah. do that. So mm-hmm. if you've got time, if you're a detailed person and you want to give back, that is one area if you can have you trained and, and get you to help out with that that sure is and
1: pecky has I, done I myself that, on my
5: yeah. <laughs> you've done it huh yes yes but it's i and i enjoy that i have yeah. i love a uh, genealogy i've done that for years and mm. it's just something i enjoy i'm a very detailed person so
4: yeah. wow genealogy yes. do we have genealogy up there at you know, the museum uh, or any kind of room my, or section we, or anything not,
1: not genealogy like, specifically no, but like we had an we had a um, gal called the other day i think she was in i want to say washington state um who had family here a long time family and she if i remember correctly they um her family had run some kind of general store operation up on the mountain while they were um gold mining up mm-hmm. there back
4: like know? a mercantile yes yeah mm-hmm.
1: and so she was hoping that we might have mm-hmm. some information so we did a search and mm-hmm. we did have several um archival photos and some other we ironically we had a report card from um one of the members of her family so
5: that's that's the thing with the museums i mean it's genealogy when you're doing your own or you know Mm -hmm. even as a hobby it's it's pulling those pieces it's and that's that's the best part of it that i love it's like it's like a puzzle you know so you know you're a detective yeah you're a detective so not only are you getting that lineage and you can find that you know ancestry, you know, through, through like Wyoming room and, and, you know, some of those different Mm -hmm. areas, which is, has a a wealth of information. And then the museum, you know, all all those things, especially if you're studying a specific area, you can pull information, you know, what were, you know, what were their occupations? You know, what did Mm -hmm. they do? Um, Mm -hmm. What, you know, let's find pictures, you know, and then attach it to your research. So yeah, it is very, they have so much there. Yeah. Yeah. And (laughs) it's fun to
1: go through the collections that we do have and see.
4: So if I want to volunteer, what are the steps mm-hmm. I have to take? Yes.
1: Give us a call at 307-675-1150. Ask to tech with um, Jessica Salzman, our collections manager. Um, or you can also go online. We are at, at museum at museumatthebighorns.org. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can email us by looking for the link on there. So just whatever works. Mm-hmm. Can I throw in one other event Please that do. we have coming up? Please do. Please do. Uh, October 15th, we are going to um, have a one-day celebration of the Girl Scouts of Wyoming turning 100 years old. Um, We are super excited. We're going to have kind of a special short-term exhibit. um, I shouldn't say exhibit, short-term display of several artifacts that we have in our collection Mm -hmm. as well as, um, you know, pieces and memorabilia that Girl Scouts in the area have. Uh, We'll also have a presentation from Gene Harms, who is a local resident who has been very active in Girl Scouts. And we're going to have a cookie sale. We're getting all into the baked <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey, this I love fall. it So the Girl Scouts, we're delighted to have them up there. They will be selling Girl Scout cookies in a great off-season cookie sale. So you can kind of get your fix in between seasons. And that's
4: yes. October 15th. October
1: yes. 15th. One, two, I believe. We're starting at 1 p.m., right. uh, but we will have information on our website.
4: Camden, Becky, thank you both so thank much for, for coming in us. today. Thanks. Greatly appreciated. All right, folks, you've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Share it in.
8: At Eliasson Financial, money management isn't just about dollars and cents. It's about dreams and opportunities, and more importantly, family. We'll take time to get to know you. Then we'll develop a unique wealth management plan that works hard, just like you. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliasin Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., Member FINRA, SIPC. If you want to know what's
3: going on in Northeast Wyoming, you need Sheridan Media News. And Sheridan Media has the most news people of any radio station in the state, including Ron Richter in Sheridan, Aaron Palmer in Buffalo, Kevin Coyle on state news and sports, and our local talk show, Public Pulse with Floyd Whitey. Plus history and more from Cynthia Vanoy in Claremont. It's the most awarded news team in the state of Wyoming. Sheridan Media. We do news.
0: Considering a big project and don't know where to begin, Wagner Ranch Services can help. Our experienced staff of engineers and equipment operators can take your project from the design and permitting phase right up through construction and completion. Wagner Ranch Services can design, permit, and construct roads, reservoirs and ponds, excavate foundations, install utilities, and more. We can handle projects big and small from start to finish. Wagner Ranch Services, 13 Industrial Lane. Give us a call at 752-2787
8: this literally might be the best place in the
3: world for skiing. Teton Gravity Research presents The Magic Hour, a culmination of incredible moments of skiing and snowboarding in some of the most beautiful and wild places on the planet.
6: When you think about something for so long and to finally put it together, you just feel it in your soul and you know I dig in, that you're in the right place at the right
3: time. Yeah, buddy. You got this. The Magic Hour, the featured premiere movie Friday night for this year's Wild Film Festival. Presented by ERA Carroll Realty, September 30th through October 2nd.
8: It's what we, we live for, really. It's those
5: moments and all the stars align and, and the magic hour comes.
3: See the lineup and get your tickets at wildfilmfest.org
2: bookkeeping let's face it it's not one of your favorite things to do in fact it's not most people's favorite thing there you sit looking at all that paper taxes bills budget and if you own your own business you could feel like you're drowning in paperwork don't be frustrated contact cloud peak accounting after all they're the people that actually enjoy that kind of thing with their easy to use website you can do business with them from the comfort of your own home visit cloudpeakcpa.com 103.9
3: FM is News Talk 930. KROE, Sheridan.
2: K-R-O-E, Sheridan.